have all you want, but don't get between me and the bloodline. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Who wants to open the podcast? Who wants to introduce us? Uh, Jenny's got to do it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Dork Trek. Hi, we're dorks. <laughs> what do we do on Dork Trek, Jenny? Uh, we watch and review every episode of Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. I almost what? said the next generation. I'm a couple years behind. I mean, it's... It's habit. It's a habit, you know. <laughs> that was the last time you did the intro. We were watching TNG. I think that's that's fact. That's fact. See, the episode we watched this week was season five, episode eight. It's called <laughs> "Things Past." Was that like a wonk wonk? Did I just hear a wonk wonk? Oh my! Wonk. <laughs> my table. Was wonk wonk. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was the the chair made a sound. <laughs> Wong, wong. Sure, Ben. Now I the was looking for the title and could not find it. Tings past. Was it past tense? Was it past prologue? Yeah, different uh, past one. The ghost of Star Trek past. It's yes. things past, like salt and uh, the carrots, the potatoes. Yes, you pass all these things. Yes, There's things I, that are past. Pass the gravy, please. I love LeVar Burton uh, directed this episode. He's our main man and best friend. I love how he used the Michael Jackson thriller effect uh, when uh, Odo at the end of the episode finds out what's really happening when the camera kind of pans in on him closely. Every time I see that, I just think of the Michael Jackson thriller video when the girl sees zombie Michael Jackson for the first time. Yeah. I mean, it's a a pretty time test. Like, yeah. Uh, I just it would have been if so Odo awesome. started doing that holy shit if Odo would have been a zombie after that and all scene. the Cardassians are dancing behind him well there were kind of zombies because <laughs> <laughs> this is Odo it's close to Bajor <laughs> <laughs> then if we heard the Vincent Price voiceover that would have been the best <laughs> To terrorize. Just starts laughing. To terrorize <laughs> y'all star system. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was really good. But yeah, so uh, things passed. <clears throat> I don't really know. I mean, it's... I don't know how much how long we can really talk about this episode. It's only a paragraph on Wikipedia. Um, go to memory alpha and I'm sure there's like 18 pages. Well, those people have like a doctoral thesis on it. It's longer than the actual script. (laughs) Much like these episodes of ours are longer (laughs) than the actual episodes of the show. Yes, but to be fair, I mean, we're pontificating. We kind of go off on tangents and and we have side piece conversations and things of that nature. I mean, it's, you know, side piece. It's where I have a conversation with my side piece. It's it's where the conversation takes us. We can't help what we do and where we are. You know, I, um, the one Cardassian in the episode who is the station security chief is the guy from that. It's red Foreman. That's yeah. Federation president. What? 
yeah, president I miss of the Federation. That. Uh, the and, guy from uh, RoboCop. Yep. Uh, what else is also in a Voyager episode that you guys haven't seen yet? Thank uh, God. Uh, <laughs> well, no, that that's uh, actually Year of Hell, I think. Ah. I want to say. I'm telling you, man, like getting that first Star Trek gig as an actor had to be the best thing in the entire world because if you did it well, you just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. I mean, LeVar Burton's directing the episode, you know? Well, I mean, he was a right. I mean, that's the thing is the regulars. Um, the regulars had, what do you call it? Uh, director school. I think was what they talked about on team in the book. They were talking about that where if you showed an interest, then they would be like, okay, well you've got to go hang out with this guy. And if you're a man, I noticed none of the female. No. Uh, Rosario Dawson from, uh, Voy- from Voyager. That didn't count. Direct- That's because nobody wanted to direct Voyager. Well, no, she directed <laughs> some of the uh, enterprise episodes. Did. Did. Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson from uh, Daredevil. Yeah. Okay, maybe not her. What the the? You're thinking of the half Klingon lady? Yeah, the Bolana Torres. Oh, yeah. the Puerto Rican Klingon. Yeah, what is her real name? Um, it's, it's actually, not Rosario Dawson. It's she actually Rosario. went. She actually went on to direct a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's one of the better directors to come out of the Star Trek universe. Uh, what is her name now? I I can't. It's not me. Rosario Dawson. Apparently. Hang on. I was like, what? You know, that should have been the sign that uh, that all those Netflix Marvel series were going to end is when she stopped showing up anymore. Yeah. Yeah, fuck this. She's so... Uh, her, it's just like the universe falls apart. Yeah. She's, she's wonderful. Uh, Ro- uh, Roxanne Dawson. Roxanne Dawson. Roxanne. And she's... I mean, she has directed everything. I mean, like, she's directed theater, television... Uh, she directed some episodes of Voyager, uh, Charmed, The Division, Enterprise, The O.C., Crossing Jordan, uh, Cold Case, The Closer, Heroes, um, uh, Caprica, The Mentalist, The Good Wife. I mean, she is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I want to say she's even like a producer of, yeah, she's a producer of Crossing Jordan and Cold Case and Scandal. So yeah, dude, she she definitely did it right. She came to kill a man in Nam. She did. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up because we're not at war with Nam anymore. But. <laughs> <laughs> Just went over there. She was on vacation and she's like, "Ah, Charlie in the tree, Charlie in the tree," and it's like, "Fuck." She killed. But him, it was yeah. some guy named Charlie. Yeah, hmm. it, it wasn't. I mean, he wasn't even Vietnamese. It was just a uh, some guy, Charlie Chaplin. So since. Uh, since you mentioned Rosaria Donson, I, I Googled her because I wanted to see her face. And apparently, she's been dating Senator Cory Booker for the last month. What? What? Good yes. for her. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, good for everybody. I mean, Star Trek has a connection to the White House. I mean, it look, 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 at, look at President Barack Obama. Yeah. Yep. He, had a, he had a big connection to Voyager. Maybe Cory Booker's like, look, if I get on that Voyager tip, I'll be president, son. That was one of my most controversial uh, blog posts. Was Star Trek elected a president? It's not controversial at all. That's exactly I, what happened. I uh, got uh, that was some of the few times when I was doing the comic. I would either get you're too political. Um, I was you're too. Kid. Did you ever I, get you're too sexy? No, uh, I got you are now. 
In Loving Jew was a uh, common one. Ah, at least they're reading, though, right? I, I don't know why you think you're so funny. And it was <laughs> like, oh, I, I don't. And then it was uh, In Loving Jew after that. I don't know why you're so funny, comma. Yeah. These you. are all one comment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why don't you call me back, you know? Well, to be fair, much like we were talking about with podcasts. You're not my real like, father. It's it's I, nice. I actually got that one. Once. It's nice to get any feedback when you're doing things like this. So well, yeah. You, Sometimes you I actually hate. wish that somebody would like send me some hate mail. That means that I know I'd be doing something right. Yeah, that that's one you of know. my thing. I mean, it's easier when you're doing political shit like I used to do, but I mean, because it just draws it out of people. But I mean, I was back during the sane crazy times, mm -hmm. just like you know Romney and the Tea Party versus. Uh, Hamburgers. Romney would, I mean, Mitt Romney is like, uh, at this point, he might as well be uh, Stalin. I mean, they've gone so far right at this point that Stalin, I mean, Romney's like, well, he might as well be a Democrat. Well, no, I just, I remember those bumper stickers after Obama got elected that uh, they had the uh, George Bush, the George W. Bush bumper stickers, and they're like, miss me yet? I want to get one of those now because I actually do. <laughs> it's like, oh, this war criminal was actually better. I'm sorry. Now, when you were doing your webcomic, Ben, uh, how many readers were you getting a day? Uh, once I discovered Reddit, um, a lot uh, more than I was. I would, I think my peak, um, okay, so the Biggest thing I ever did in one day was the Justice League thing. Yes, I remember that. That was 76,000 views in one day. And that was insanity. And by the end of the day, people were taking credit for it and sharing it as their own. So that, that That's was how lovely. you know you really succeeded. Yeah. And well, then I've told the story before. That was the day that I got my French audience because a French newspaper shared it. Ooh la la. And uh, then all of a sudden, I so I would occasionally tweet in French back in the day because you know it was just like okay Monsieur uh, McCormick is a comic genius I you know I had the Jerry Lewis effect apparently yeah nice let, let me hear Jerry Lewis impersonation no come on you do an impersonation I haven't done it all I, 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 can't, I don't know if I could get the right register in this room oh, nobody nobody knows Jerry Lewis anymore <laughs> yeah I mean come on he's dead isn't he isn't he dead I think he's dead. I think he's dead. If he's not, he should be. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a oh, mean old man his last few years. Yeah, he died. Life, so. Yeah, he died in 2017 like everybody else did. Yeah. You know, after Dean Martin died, he was just, you know, there were no coattails to hang on. So it was just kind of stumbled. Nice lady. Lady. Oi. <laughs> that was lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> the wacky scientist. Uh. With the boobs and the things and the ring-a-ding. Ah. With the boobs and the things and the ring-a-dings. Um, yeah, so anyway. Like, what the fuck is he doing over there again? They're just like, they probably have earplugs in. It's, it's Wednesday. Put the plugs in, Mama. Yeah. Put the plugs in. Um, so yeah, so Cisco, Odo, Dax, and Garrick are traveling back from a conference. They tried to like surprise us with Odo being on board too, because you just yeah. it just starts off with uh, Dax and Cisco and Garrick talking to each other, and, and the then all of a sudden like, they do a dramatic pan over. Oh, Odo's here too! 
They seem to like you, Mr. Odo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Well, I don't you, understand you. You had a fan club. It's just like at the, you know, they're asking for autographs and you said you'd give them for a $20 donation to uh, the Red Cross. And That's nice of Odo to do that. Very nice gesture, Odo. Yeah, give a $20 Red donation Cross? to the Bajoran Red Cross. <laughs> for the orphans. The war orphans. People are always raising money for the orphans on Bajor. So. Mm-hmm. And the farmers. There's no, there's really no orphans though. D Dennis, you can get into a lot of trouble for that, man. Yeah, with who? I don't the know. The Bajoran orphan people. The people running the fake Bajoran orphanages? I've, I've seen the orphans, Dennis. No, you haven't. There was an episode about this. Uh, I think Garrick actually fixed their computer. He gave Didn't them, he? upgraded them to a 64-bit uh, uh, Windows 10. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was a whole thing about it. They were looking for somebody's, the missing girl or something, and he uh, the one with Goldicott's daughter. Oh, yeah. I remember that. They went to the orphanage, and uh, he had to fix the computer so he could hack the computer. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell me I'm wrong, bitches. I mean, no one said you were wrong. You just got real hostile. <laughs> like, no one said we you were wrong. Star Trek knowledge. Not a part of the episode that we remember. That's How all. dare you? <laughs> There's a lot of episodes I don't remember. Like sometimes I'll just sit down and watch Star Trek and go like even even TNG, I'll just sit down and go, I don't remember any of this. And I'll go, Oh yeah, yeah, I do. All right, I got it. That happened I, to me with Law and Order the other day. <laughs> it was weird because I had had it on and I was like, Well, I knew all the episodes leading up to it. I don't recognize this one. And then like forty minutes into it, I was like, Oh, it's this one. But like the beginning was just weird. What was the episode about it was the dude who um like at the end of it he confesses to being like a serial killer who kept moving across the country like he was he was uh like from seattle and houston and that's how they ended up getting him is because they threatened to extradite him to houston oh. then he admitted I I remember to, this one. yeah he admitted to murdering all these other people or whatever who are the, who are the detectives on this episode this is uh uh briscoe and uh, green okay. the dream team yep. and angie Harmon. this is in her first season oh okay i was just saying the other day like my favorite is season 11 i just finished season 11 because it's angie Harmon and them and uh diane weist is the, the mm. da yeah. my favorite um, casting she's i love okay her da i love her i've this weekend this past weekend i watched a lot of uh, comedies from the 70s mm -hmm. and 80s. And some of them, uh, there were some clips I saw from uh, uh, Woody Allen movies. And she's all over those fucking things. And it's Yeah, yeah, young. yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, you know, the DA. Didn't she win an Oscar for Bullets Over Broadway? Probably. Something like that. I know she was in, she was in Husbands and Wives, I think, too. Uh, Hannah Radio. and Her Sisters is another good one. Radio Days. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because I rewatched uh, my favorite year, which is one of is my favorite movie, and then um, I was like, oh well, you know, I was looking at the background, and it's like, oh, this is actually based on the writers' room from the Caesar Show, and Mel Brooks was there, and Woody Allen, and then it was like, oh yeah, because I guess you, this guy who's a uh, 
uh, hyperchondriac in this other movie based on the same cast was based on uh, Woody Allen because he was a hyperchondriac and they were like no actually that part of Woody Allen's act was Woody Allen actually making fun of Mel Brooks because Mel Brooks was like a major hyperchondriac back then there's and so I just started diving down this this weird hole of uh 1950s who hasn't dived comedy. down a weird hole now and then I was drinking it was it was insane I get dirty in those weird holes Diane mm-hmm. I mean Diane Weist had what 80 she did Footloose in 84 and then Purple Rose of Cairo in 85 Hannah and her sisters in 86 which she won an academy award um, Radio Days, which she was wonderful. The Radio Days is a great film. Uh, mm-hmm. September, which I ha- which I haven't seen that Woody Allen film, but September. I seen any movies. Uh, she was in The Lost Boys. Yeah. Yeah, she was the mom. Mm-hmm. Bright Lights, Big City. She was also in. Yeah, she was the mom. Parenthood. Parenthood was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She was the mom. Um, Edward Scissorhands. Another mom. Yeah, so she was bullets over Broadway in '94. So yeah, dude, she was killing it. Yeah, she's wonderful. So now bullets over Broadway in '94. How long after that did was it? Like another six years or so before she got to Law and Order. Um, '94 was bullets over Broadway. Law and Order was 2000. 2000. Yeah, six years. Okay. And she only did that for two years, so that's cool, man. Yeah, I liked. I thought she was on there longer. Um, no, it just says just according to her Wikipedia page, two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then Fred Thompson takes over. Yeah. Okay, I was about to ask if he was before or after her. Yeah, he's, and then, yeah, and then he left to try to go be president, and that didn't go well. Well, he became a senator for or a congressman for a while. <laughs> well, he was a senator first, and then he retired from politics, I think. He was still a senator when he was on Die Hard 2. Yeah, he was a senator when he was in Hunt for Red October as well. Yeah. Was he? I thought mm-hmm. he was out of the office okay no then he started doing uh like acting because then he was on law and order and he was like real southern blah 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 blah. yeah, yeah how the hell do we get a southern da in manhattan come on jack come on jack <laughs> gotta get some convictions here come on jack you gotta get in the chair i'm, I'm from the uh, from the south side of manhattan wait what there was some um there was some like people the magazine people had a video up this week about Elizabeth Rom and the lesson she learned from Jerry Orbach, and I tried to watch it, but I couldn't. Um, but then the I did. She learned from Jerry Orbach. Yeah, I don't know, like the lesson she learned about life from Jerry Orbach, and then at the end of the video. In the show. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you, it was like a little video from people, and I watched it at the end of the video. She was like, "Are you watching this because I'm gay?" And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? What <laughs> doesn't make any sense, lady?" <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I need to see this video. That was no, it's, like, it's not true. I made it. Yeah, it's just that's just the way she left Law and Order. All of a sudden, he's are you firing me because I'm gay? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, oh, that doesn't no. make that doesn't make any sense at all. So anyway, Star Trek. She did suck though. <laughs> she was yeah. pretty bad. Like if going back and watching the episode, you know, she, I, I she think was some terrible. of it. I think some of it too was who she had to follow because Angie Harmon was so good. Right. You know, because Angie Harmon was like sultry and had that smoky voice and just wanted to give everybody the I, I mean, as an ADA, like she sucked. She wasn't good at her job. But her, uh, her conviction rate wasn't that great or? She was just always, she, most of the time she was wrong about stuff. Like, <laughs> it just seems like she was there to be wrong and then Jack had to reel her in and, and get things. Every episode I've seen recently, because I just started on her season, like she, they keep getting the wrong guy. 
and they'll like take him to court and like even convicted the wrong person i think in one of the episodes yeah. i was like Jesus. how did this happen and the one time she was a hero she went into the store to uh help yes. uh, rescue a hostage and then she ends up going up in front of the uh the bar association because she represented herself as a lawyer yeah <laughs> that was hilarious yeah. she could not win for anything yeah but she's it's because okay. she's gay that's what happens it must be mm-hmm. but i mean like again though i think it maybe it was like a because angie Harmon was ahead of her i don't know why we just don't do a law and order podcast <laughs> i was just thinking like whenever we do a law and order podcast i think we're just gonna end up talking about star trek i'm gonna talk about baseball and star trek <laughs> well you know after tomorrow we're gonna have plenty of star trek to talk about so yeah, because this show comes out what, Thursday. Tomorrow, It'll be out right? tomorrow. I want to record and do like a little Patreon thing like we used to do. I'm waiting until tomorrow. I know, I heard, to, get a, to get a better deal. Well, yeah. Did I say that? Which guy did I say? I told I him. That. Jenny told me already. So you haven't even watched the short treks yet? No, I, I'll, I'll watch them tomorrow. I ain't paying for that shit. I, I haven't watched this. Sh- I renewed my uh, my Discovery account. It's just my Discovery account. It's not. I don't watch anything else on there. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I renewed my. Dis- I see other stuff like, ooh, they have that. I'm like, like I the one thing I <laughs> the one thing I do really want to watch is the they have all the odd couple episodes. Yeah. And I love the odd couple. But anyway, so I renewed my Discovery account and we binge watched the season and shoot, man, it's so it's really good. Mm-hmm. The first season is really good. Once I got past it being canonical Star Trek and just was like, okay, just accept it for what it is and enjoy it. And it was I, good. And they would have little tips of the hat to canon. I mean, you've got fucking Atticus Finch's grandson playing Spock. My lady. That, that's fucking awesome. My trick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get what you're making. Well, fun. you're tipping a hat. My trick. <laughs> I didn't know I was hat tipping. I, I you already you said they tipped the hat. You to literally camp. said they made yeah. a tip of the hat. To oh, camp. I thought you, but you said I was hat tipping, and I, I, no, <laughs> they I were cow tipping. Yeah, but um, but no, I really enjoyed it, man. I think it's good. I think it's great. I really enjoyed Discovery. It was cool. Well, who when does Twilight it? Zone come out? I think later in the year. Well, how many episodes of Star Trek are there? And it'll be that many weeks later. At least, yeah. If you want to keep me on the subscription. And then the Picard show, which I heard some rumors about the Picard show that made me nervous. I heard some shit uh, today as well. And that it might be in like the JJ Universe timeline? Well, no. no it's prime timeline, but post-destruction of Romulus. Yeah, because that all happened in the prime timeline. Yes. The black hole, the destruction of Romulus, and Spot going back in time. That huh? was the prime timeline. Well, like the Star Trek 2009 begin, or the inciting incident is the destruction of Romulus from a supernova. And Spock was trying to save them with the red matter. That's right. And so Picard takes place after that happens in the prime timeline, though. So wait a minute. So in the real Star Trek timeline, like the real one with... with, yeah. with that we Pat- watched. Huh? The what you say? We all watched. Yeah, the real one with with Kirk and McCoy, and but with you know the actual actors from the sixties. Yes. At the end of that timeline, somewhere Romulus blows up. Yeah. Yes. That did you not watch the Jar Jar movie? I did. That's but the inciting incident that 
That's why I know, no, no, no. I, I, know, I understand. Hi, I'm Nero. No, I understand all that, but I'm saying like, when in the timeline does that happen? It's like Post- 2390 something. No. Okay. Was it 20? I thought it was 24. It was into the 2400s. It was like at the turn of the century-ish. Yeah. Because I found it odd that Spock was still alive. That's why it was... Oh, he was really old. He's Vulcan, man. I mean, come on. Sarek was still alive in freaking TNG. Well, yeah, but he died. Yeah. But so then Spock had a lot of good years left. He did. But uh, I I saw something on one of the... uh, the Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, but one of the wikis for Star Trek. It may have been uh, Memory Alpha. But when it showed the birth year and death year of Spock, it mm-hmm. looked like he was only 30-something years old. Huh. And I'm like, what the f- that Bullshit, that's wrong. And then I was like, oh no, because he time-traveled to the Jar Jar timeline. The canon. And so he... So he... <laughs> He died in the One past. year is Prime and one year is Kelvin. Yep. He actually lived like a hundred and something or whatever, but not yeah. in a row. Right. All right. So it says here, the destruction of Romulus in the year 2387 is depicted oh. in the 2009 Star Trek remake. Okay. Uh, yeah. Star Trek Online was what was I was getting. The That's only like, what, 15 years, 14 years after TNG wraps up? Well, TNG 16. was in 71 was the end of TNG. Something like that. Yeah. So that's not a lot of time. That's interesting. Okay. Huh. Wait, huh. did Voyager, the starship, launch 100 years after the V'ger incident? Let's not talk about the V'ger incident. Let's, per- let's, per- let's pretend that never happened. I'm well, still Jenny, having flashbacks Jenny, of people. Jenny finally came to a realization, and I appreciated her comment so, afterwards. About my comments? I like how I'm looking at her box on the screen like she can see me. Like I'm making eye contact right now. That's the whole Voyage. That's the whole V'ger movie. You're just, I think Jenny froze. You're just looking at people, okay. looking at monitors. Is everybody frozen? Is everybody frozen? <laughs> This is odd. Yeah. Well, let's well, while, while they unfreeze, uh, so last night I was watching the Lakers game, uh-huh. and I had a Star Trek the motion picture moment with it because at the very end of the game, there's like 20 seconds left in the game. The Lakers are going to win, but instead of showing the game, it, they do like this players-only thing where they don't have a play-by-play. They have like these players from bygone eras call the game from the studio, and it's fucking dumb. And I hate it. But at the end of the game, they show these guys watching the game on their big team. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you showing these guys watching the game? It's no sense whatsoever. You can't see their faces. You see them looking at the screen and talking. It's like, what, what's happening here? From, from this day forward, that shall ever be known as Star Trek The Motion Picturing. Yeah. Why are they doing that? Here, watch these people watch something. Yeah, so um, back to the episode. Did we watch an episode this week? Yeah, Did we, we get start on the episode. We got we got through the opening like forty five seconds. Yeah, the credits. Yeah. No, we haven't so even gotten. They're the having credits. that. They're having that conversation, and then they cut to the station, and they're like, "Oh, here comes the the runabout," but the life signs are weak, 
Blah, blah. Worf is very good at being a commander, by the way. Like he's mm-hmm. a, he's a good number one. Like he's he's got it all locked up. Like he be he be doing it. And he looks and he looks handsome in the red. I thought that Bajoran lady was from another, like a TNG episode. She looks familiar, but she's they all look the same to you, Han Dennis. Damn, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> he's not the ensign that got killed, Dennis. Damn it. Uh, Me neither. I thought it was uh, Mrs. Huxtable at first. I was like, no, that's not Mrs. Huxtable. That's not Amad Rashad. <laughs> Felisa Rashad. Felicia Rashad? That's not Felicia Rashad. That must be... No, that's that's not the lady. That's not CC. That Karen Parsons? <laughs> that's not CCM Pounder, whatever her name is. CCH Pounder. <laughs> no, what was CCM the- is like the company that makes talkie sticks that's and hockey right. equipment. That's right. Yeah. Before she married Ahmad Rashad, what was her last name? I guess we could look. I'm not really. Oh, yeah. NBC made such a big deal about that when it happened. Like she was showing up on sports shows and shit, where they were like, "Oh, you know, it was like you know the she NBC family." Huh? Well, no, because when he used to be a sportscaster for NBC, yeah, and then he used like, to host uh, NBA Inside Stuff for yeah. a long time. Yeah, and so they were, they were doing like. Uh, Oh, it's it's like NBC royalty or something because oh, he's from our sports side of the house. She's from the entertainment side of the house. And all right, her real name is Doctor Felicia oh, A- Ayers Allen. Is she oh. Debbie Allen's sister? Yes. Also, Debbie Gibson's really? sister. <laughs> and and Ryan Reynolds. Is she really Debbie, Debbie Allen's sister? No. Steve Allen's sister. <laughs> no, yeah, she is Debbie yeah. Allen's sister. Huh. She is. Weird. Steve Allen's daughters. I was thinking about the white lady. Isn't there a white lady named Debbie Allen? You mean I thinking? I'm thinking of Debbie Reynolds. Never mind. That's, that's Ryan Reynolds. Carrie <laughs> Fisher and Ryan Reynolds are siblings because Debbie Reynolds is the mother, right? Huh. I don't know. Huh? All I know is that CCM Pounder would make a good captain on Star Trek. That's all I'm saying. In a poor and Star Trek. He'd probably be an admiral now. Book it. Make, make, make I love that CCH happen. Pounder, man. She so do great. I. She was great in The Shield. Oh, she was so good. She's gr- I wanted her to be Amanda Waller in that uh, Suicide Squad movie. She, she would have been, been amazing as Amanda yeah. Waller. She was already yeah. Amanda Waller in the cartoon. Why not? Yeah, yeah they, they totally dropped the ball on that one. CCM Pounder. Who's not that? I mean, Viola Davis. Yeah, she's great, but CCH yeah. Pound. CCH and CCH got a cool name. I want to say she was in a RoboCop movie too. I recall yeah. that. I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they do um, some Star Trek stuff, and all of a sudden they back in the future, Jack. They back in the past, baby. Our future, their past. They go back to the future. Gotta go back in time. Gotta get back in time. Gotta get back in time. <laughs> remember that, that there used to be a sketch on uh, Saturday Night Live, and it may have been Dana Carvey era, but whenever the guest host would be on, they had this stupid thing, and it was just a running thing, at least four or five times they did this, where you would, the celebrity would get on the elevator, and then one of their regular cast members were on the elevator, and they'd be, uh, they'd notice, oh, that's, you know, that's Sting. And he'd be like, you know, try to, 
make little comments or whatever under his breath so that he knows a little comment yeah and so finally he you know like (laughs) like Roxanne and and Sting would look over like yeah yeah yeah. you don't have to turn the red light you can keep doing the bit but it doesn't ring Lewis was on and then the guy was like gotta go back in time (laughs) was he making like I could see Kevin Nealon doing that that wasn't Kevin Nealon it may have been uh, the the making copy guy that you're about to say. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. It may have been him. That's a tough elevator ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would he hope the cables would break and we'd all die. I can't remember though who it was, and now. Uh... I think one of my favorite SNL bits of all time was the Chris Farley interview show, where he would just have the person on there and just like, "Remember when you did that? That was awesome." <laughs> Paul McCartney was probably the best one. Yeah, the Paul McCartney one was great. Remember when you were in the Beatles? <laughs> That's why I won't give interviews because I pretty much imagine it's going to go like that every single time. Yeah, I almost did that with uh, Beverly Crusher. It was just like, remember when? Remember when you were in the movie with? with remember when you killed everyone on the ship? Remember when you were in the movie with David Bowie? Yeah. Great acting with David Bowie, was very professional, and the choreography on that was very complicated. Yeah, and that was great. <laughs> what movie was she, she in with David over. Bowie? She wasn't in the movie. She uh, did uh, the where he's the Goblin King. She was uh, labyrinth. Yeah, she she was uh, choreography. She was actually David Bowie's cod piece. Like that's who she. <laughs> she crawled into his pantaloons and just. Like she did a lot of the, the choreography. She did. Uh, she did a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. That's why she originally went by Gates McFadden on Star Trek, because her professional, well, her professional name was uh, when she was on stage and when she was like, you know, back east was Mercedes. I uh, know Cheryl. Her, her real name poor is, Mercedes. All right. Her real name is Cinnamon. Taking the stage. Pancake ass. Taking the stage. All right. The steamroller herself. <laughs> Make sure those dollars are flat, just like her ass. Yeah. <laughs> she's a nice lady. I'm sure she's wonderful. I mean, but she she's got a pancake ass. ass. I mean, she's like you know. Last place in the twerking competition yet again. <laughs> it's not really a butt. It's just a back with a crack in it. All right. It's just upper legs. <laughs> just back and legs. All right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they do the thing and they go back in time and then they're on the station when it's Tobachnor or whatever it's called, and they're Bajoran people. Tarachnor. And your man knows who the uh, Odo knows who everybody is, and they're trying to figure out why and how and who they are and what they're doing. And then, and then, Mister Fucking Smooth Operator, <laughs> he's just such a creep. Uh, Space Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Gold Ducat. Gold Ducat. Just need somebody to talk to. People don't understand the the the, the pressure that it is, it is to be charged like this. Mind. Yeah, that's right. You know, I just I have no. I can't talk to the people under me. I can't. Oh, you never had that before. It's supposed to taste a little fizzy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now just stand there and watch me masturbate. <laughs> Into the slant. Space, Louis C.K. <laughs> but yeah, so he's kind of a creep, which was probably the funniest part of the episode. Uh, just creeping people out. Being I like old. when she took him out. That that was nice. She's think- really a fucking fantastic actress, though. I have to say, like this episode. I mean, she yeah. was kind of doing levels upon levels on this because she's playing somebody who's pretending to be like, oh, I'm just a scared Bajoran, but is really waiting for the right opportunity to like just knock this guy out. You know, yeah. she totally sold it. It was. Yeah amazing that's what the resistance you know if they really wanted to assassinate gold ducat they should have just got the finest fucking bajoran chick and got her on the station and then that'd have been the the finest bajoran chick with a death wish and then you know you could just don't tell her what's gonna happen (laughs) she could suicide and then uh take him with her for the cause for the cause For the cause. Dun, 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 dun. It seemed like a good episode when I was watching it back in the 90s. I saw it uh, recently on uh, Heroes and Icons, and I enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was good. I, I felt like it. there was a lot of character development for Odo. Oh, yeah, totally. And, uh, the, and not to jump around too much, but we've been talking for a while, but the ending when he when we resolve everything and we get back, that's more than jumping around. That's jumping straight to the end. Well, when he's dealing with Kira and her, I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed. Fucking hypocrite. I mean, it's just, well, he, when she murdered people. She's a cold blooded murderer. Well, yeah, but <laughs> he's not a paragon of justice like, uh, like Odo has always. That's, that's the mythology they built up for him. Well, like, yeah. That's the thing. They're like holding him accountable for how they saw him. It's like, yeah. He wasn't ever trying to be that for you guys. He was just trying to do his job. Mm-hmm. He's just a man. Yeah. He's just a man. I mean, we're all just, you know, we're all just people. You can't people love people, so why could it be if you and I should go? I mean, at the time, it, it came across to me, at least, that he thought he was doing the right thing. It wasn't like he was trying to, like, you know, get some innocent people killed. 25 to life. Dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like he he wasn't trying to to you know execute some innocent people. Like he thought he was doing the right thing, so she was kind of just being a hard ass on him for no reason. Yeah, I'm sure he was getting sweat by uh, Gold Ducat to come up with results fast. So mm-hmm. he did best he could. Either you come up with three people for me to kill, or I'll just kill twenty people and make sure I get the right ones. How about that? That's a good way to look at it, I think. Very fair. That's fair. I mean, it puts you in a horrible situation. It happens around the world, even today. Even today, it happens. I think, you know, I mean, they can't hold Odo to such a high standard. He's just a dude. Yeah. He's he's not really even a dude. He's kind of like a shape-shifting thing. I had no idea that Red Foreman was a shape-shifter. I thought he was all he was a really convincing uh uh Cardassian in this episode. He did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Well played. I mean yeah. I, I saw when they were at Quarks and when he started talking, because I'd forgot he was in the episode, and so when he started speaking, it was just like, Oh shit, red. 
Yeah, it took me a minute. I was like, who the fuck is that? Dude? I immediately hated it. I saw his name pop up, uh, Kurtwood Smith. So I was like, oh. Kurtwood Smith. I've hated him since uh, Dead Poet Society. Uh, I blame him for driving his son to suicide. And I'm just like, I've Boy, known parents like that fuck. And I'm just like, you know, if you haven't seen a fucking 40 year old movie at this point. Yeah, dude. Spoilers. You know what? Guess what? I ran hostages. They get fucking let go. God damn it. Uh, I had that DVR. History spoilers, bro. What the hell? <laughs> uh, take a class. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've just, the, that character, you know how some actors can play that one character that is just, stuck in your head mm-hmm. ever since then anything he's been in as soon as i hear him speak i'm just like yeah fuck this guy he was a good hard ass he was Doesn't i mean matter. they do, they do That's what made him great in robocop yeah you know, he's a piece of shit in robocop but yeah. you know, at least he didn't make anybody kill themselves well he did all the killing himself he did the killing himself they do a good job of like casting b company and like special guest stars on this show yeah because, I mean, like, you have Nurse Ratchet who's always showing up, and then this guy, and then, um, you know, um, what's his name, who I love so much, the Klingon dude with uh, who we see a lot oh, later. Oh, uh, uh, Jay Martok. 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 Yeah, Martok is awesome. Um, uh, uh, Garrick's great. Like, they've, the show is casted really, really strongly. It's wonderful. I'd love to meet Garrick at a, a convention. He's one of the, the actors that I would just be like, hey, awesome job, dude. Shake, you know, handshake and I'd be happy. And then he'd probably say something like kind of swarmy, maybe hitting on you and you couldn't tell. Like, does he want to bug me? I can't kill me. I don't know. I can't figure out what he's going for here. Wait, should we meet Perhaps I could fit you for a suit one day, Benjamin. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. I would love to have you in my shop. Yeah. I, By shop, I mean my butt. I, I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. But yeah, so like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to say it's like a one beat episode, but it's a good I think, beat. I think this episode, it probably needs commercial breaks mm-hmm. because it all is just kind of one continuous, you know, like there's not a whole bunch of scene changes or anything. It just kind of just kind of goes. It's true. So if you watch it like on Netflix, it's just kind of it gets a little tedious after a while. It does. But if I had commercials to break it up, it might be like, oh yeah, that's right. You know, I never really thought about that while watching this show now at all. That's very interesting, Dennis. It's weird that it's taken us seven years to get to that point. Like, hey, you know what? If you put commercials in this, I bet it's probably a lot different to watch. <laughs> well, and you, yeah, I only thought of that because you said you saw it on Heroes and Icons and you liked it. Yeah, and, I liked it a lot. Maybe if I had commercial breaks, it might be a little bit better. You know, I thought it was a cool episode. I still think it's a cool episode. It's a lot of character development, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes further into the, um, I guess, theory that we have that there's blood on everyone's hands on Deep Space Nine. And they say Literally. so. Yeah, and they say so. As, yeah, that was a little too much foreshadowing for me with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really wonderful. And I was telling Stephanie, because she hates Deep Space Nine. Like, she hates it. She just she doesn't find it enjoyable. She doesn't like any of the characters. She doesn't like the show. She thinks like it looks like they're hanging out at like an airport like uh, terminal. Kind of it is. Yeah, it, yeah. And uh, you know, like they might as well have a Hudson Space News. Space <laughs> You know what I mean? It's that like, would be awesome if they did. 
<laughs> Space Hudson News. <laughs> See, I always look at it like uh, on news, <laughs> like it was uh, more like Gunsmoke. And when, when they were talking about that early on, when it was coming out, that they made the comparison to, to Dodge City and Gunsmoke. Oh, totally. And when they did that, it was one of those things where um, I grew up watching Gunsmoke. So it was like, oh, I get it. And then people passing through and occasionally you leave town. But it, it always centers on coming back to, you know, the town. Gunsmoke's the one with Matt Dillon, right? Yeah. So who's Matt Dillon in this analogy? Is it Cisco or is it Odo? Cisco. Cisco's the star, so Matt Dillon's the star. Matt not, Dillon. Not the actor Matt Dillon, but uh, we know Matt. Peter Graves' brother Matt Dillon. Peter Graves. Um, but I just I, I was telling Stephanie, it's like this show makes Discovery possible. Like you wouldn't have Discovery without Deep Space Nine because the ending of this show is you know Nerese comes in and she confronts Odo and she's like, I don't know how to feel about all this stuff. Like we looked up to you, we thought you were the best thing ever and here you are, you know, how many more people, like, is this the only one? And he's like, yeah, I couldn't tell you. And then it ends, like, that's it. Like there's no like, there's no like happy, yeah. good feeling at the end. There's no I know way. everybody else was okay. Yeah, there's you know, no They don't like, care that, they don't want to try to make you feel better about things. Yeah, they're just telling a good story. Cause like, you know, at the end of, like the original series, like there was always like a three-way huckster moment between the three of them where there's like an inside joke and like Kirk might as well like, as the camera freezes, you know? Boom. I, I think yeah. you've got a hard on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm more human every day. Go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> Back to your station. Yes. <laughs> ah, dance green boy. But yeah, so this is yeah, the just... Only, the only TOS episode I can think... I haven't seen them all. Mm -hmm. um, and so Ben can... Uh, spot check on this but like the city on the edge of forever is only i can think of that ends on a downbeat like that yeah. let's get the hell out of here yeah you know and like and that's the cool part about you know about deep space nine is before you never had that with Star Trek. It was always, they ended on a positive, like most of them end on a positive note where yeah. it seems like this show never ends on a positive note. You're always just like, damn, dude. Well, between the dark setting and then the, uh, um, the serialization that we start seeing more and more of as it goes on, as, as the studio starts focusing on uh, the movies and on Voyager, and they forget that, there's another team making DS9. They start doing, you know, like they were saying in the book, they start, you know, doing their own thing. And one of the things that Ronald Moore was bringing to this was the serialization where you have storylines and story points that go on for multiple episodes and throughout the season. And you're just like, oh, okay. So this feels more like a cohesive real world thing where shit that people did comes back, you know, three seasons later. And you're like, what? Yeah, that's what's cool about it, you know? And But TV back in the 90s wasn't like this. No, not at all. And so this was groundbreaking. And so, of course, the studio was like, no, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Stop. You're going to break it. You know what? This will pay off in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and now when you binge it, I mean, DS9 was made. And I think that's why we're seeing such a resurgence in DS9 popularity, where I almost – probably at least once a week now I will see somebody who's not in our circle make a post about DS9 and be like, why the fuck did I never watch this back when it was on? Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, probably because you were in third grade and uh, <laughs> not smart enough. What to third watch. grader is not watching DS9, though? Or you were too wrapped up That's in fucking Voyager challenge. like a dummy. Yeah. Daddy, I went to a Quarks. <laughs> and I kind of look at it, and I know they're totally different shows well. and they're not supposed to be compared that way, but like I look at the Orville and discovery in that way like yeah or everybody likes the orbital because it's like tng but i've seen all that shit before so i don't give a fuck i do is it like tng i mean it's kind of got that vibe to it it's happy and positive how's it how's the new season been fuck if i know oh you haven't watched it yet it's it started the first of (laughs) january i've I've had shit going on in my life so i haven't all right (laughs) i'm lucky to watch there's a lot of character here there's a lot of... Uh, I haven't heard good things. That's all I'm saying. Oh, so far in season two, you haven't heard it's good? Hmm. That's good. Well, you know, they did this fucking great... Are you watching it, Bob? Oh, no, fuck no. I hate oh. Seth MacFarlane. Like, there's no way I would watch that show. Yeah. His beady eyes. I just don't... And his stupid delivery sounds so phony. Yeah. I'm still not a fan. Not a fan of that guy. Loved a million ways to die in the West. Really? Yeah. I think you're the only one. I could be. I mean, I don't like, I, I hate American Dad. That's because that show sucks. Um, Seth MacFarlane is just very divisive. Like, I don't, I don't know anybody that's just kind of like, hey, he's all right. Either you love him or hate him. There, there seems to be no in between. I'm, I'm still bitter about Ted. Yeah. Um, Kennedy? No, the movie no. he made. Because it, there's a guy who makes a comic um, and it's almost point for point, you know, like Ted. Ripley. Yeah, but did the comic have Mark Wahlberg, dude? <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, but Family Guy was stealing from the Mike and Bob show, so. I don't get me started on that because I saw <laughs> a well documented history of uh, stealing from the Michael McDonald property. By far the biggest. I mean, when Michael McDonald showed up, it was doing the. I mean, come on, baby. Now, if if one that was of the, the first writers, time I almost crashed my car listening to your show. <laughs> if one of the writers from Family Guy went on to work for like Discovery, then we know for damn sure that they're stealing from you. Yeah. Well, McFarlane is a huge Star Trek fan and did appear on Enterprise. He probably told Discovery guys, he's like, "Hey, how about you have the Klingons have two dicks?" <laughs> it's something I just thought of. <laughs> he's, so Seth McFarlane is actually feeding them information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the one who actually listens. And he doesn't he sleep. He just scours the internet for, for stuff to steal. Yeah, like, and, and of course, Seth MacFarlane's a huge Star Trek fan. I mean, he's doing a Star Trek show. Like, the Orville is bad Star Trek. It's like, it's 1992 Star Trek, and I don't want to see that anymore. But we're watching 1995 Star Trek. So yeah, but it's Christ. the original version. Yeah, the original version, not like a fan. It's basically like a fan film. Even the darkest that Star Trek the Deep, Space, Deep Space Nine gets... It's still overall a positive outlook for humankind. Well, even with Discovery, it's still a positive outlook. Like, look at the love. I mean, I say I think so. I think you're 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 not looking at it. I just watched it like for a week. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, so. I, I got you. I I just I I I finally turned off the Star Trek thing in my head for Discovery, and so it, it was just like, okay, this is really cool. Don't take it so fucking seriously. Um, put your kilt away and <laughs> enjoy the fact that they're making you know more of a thing that you used to like. 
So I think you let you do that. It's 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 more fun. I don't yeah. know why Ben's being all sour about it because, like, you Ben, you enjoyed the shit out of that show. I do. That's what I'm saying. Once once I turned off the Star Trek part of my brain and said, okay, this is a show that's that's reaching back in at least at least unlike the Jar Jar shit, it's saying, hey, you know that thing you loved about Star Trek? Here's more of it. Oh, here's the Federation emblem say. that you canonized. Oh, here's a reference to fucking Chris Pike. Uh, as one of the greatest Starfleet captains ever, and Robert, we'll see him. We'll see Christopher Pike as the captain Tomorrow. of the Discovery. Who who's the guy on Twitter? And I feel bad, but I'm kind of drunk, so I don't remember his name. <laughs> who pointed that out explains it that tomorrow is the 17th of January? Uh, yes, Justin. 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 And so the fact that in America it's 0117, but in the rest of the world it's 1701. No, why? Why are you? I watch the fucking season. No, I watch the fucking season just because you you started it with that fucking nice little you know pun for your premiere date. I'm like, well fucking played. Why are you drunk, Ben? What's wrong? Are you sad? No, I just uh, had a bottle of hooch that needed drinking. <laughs> so interesting. It won't drink itself. Now you were doing, uh, you were talking to someone beforehand. Were you doing like a sexy J-O thing or something before? Yeah. You had to get the courage to do Why don't it. You put your camera down, Ben. Because <laughs> I can only see your top. I get it. And it's kind of fun. I wouldn't, wouldn't call me a top. <laughs> and it's fun because you're wearing <laughs> power bottom. <laughs> nice. That's. I mean, that's devotion. But it's fun too because you're wearing all red, kind of. So you just kind of blend into your cap. So it just looks yeah. like a head. I, I, I felt bad about it. when I looked. I was like, "Oh, I've got a red couch." And then it's like, "Why the fuck did you wear the wine shirt?" But it looks cool. It looks like your head I, is covering. I'm into I, it. I, I, I should have done more. Like I should have put the. This is just a throw. Next week, I want you to like construct yourself an end table. Uh, put your head through the table. We want it back, Ben. Yeah. No. There we go. There you go. So um, next week I'll I'll have the the pictures. Up. I you know what I've gotten used to the blue tape. I have not. In my head, I just imagine what those pictures are, and they're <laughs> lovely. They're invisible. They're wonderful. And the black the emperor's wall, new pictures stuff. So that's good. All right, so let's uh, let's rate this thing, Jenny. What do you think? Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. I really enjoyed this episode. Like, I think you, like, like what you said about um, if it had some commercial breaks, um, I think it might have broken it up a little bit more. But I was kind of like moving around and doing some other shit at the time. So maybe it was enough of a distraction. But I really liked the, the character development. I liked, I liked a lot of shit about this, this episode. It was good. Dennis, what do you say, buddy? Uh, yeah, I think it's like a six. Just, I mean, a little, it's better than just an episode. It's pretty good. What about you, Ben? Um, the scene where they're walking through the Bajoran sector when they first get there, and Odo bumps into the guy who's dead with the, the blasted out chest. Uh, I thought that was really fucking cool and, and set the tone for the episode very well. So I would say about seven and a half. I'm going to say seven and a half, too. I liked it. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I love the scene where uh garrick tries to bargain for his friend's freedom and he's like well 
you know, where's the Latin? He's like, my friend's not free yet. <laughs> they just throw his ass in jail. I really enjoyed that episode. I love this episode. I think it's cool. I like when they do, when you get to see what Deep Space Nine was under Cardassian rule. I think it's fun. You know? So, and Odo try and Odo, I mean, come on, man. He didn't know. So there you go. Good job, everybody. Is Jenny frozen or is she okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't tell. A little bit of both. No, she's gone. Oh, there she is. She's back. You're back. You froze in the oddest position. Like it was really. Your head was. It looked like your your head was going in, like you were a turtle, and your head was going <laughs> into your shell. Like you're like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> I think we're having a regional uh, outage with our internet provider. I've seen that because you guys have both frozen tonight. So. Yeah, that's weird. Because it's frozen. And I, right. when I got home, I was frozen as well. Okay. All right. Well, you guys, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. Um, we do this every week. There are, if you're new to the show, there are 307 episodes to download and enjoy. Uh, if you've been listening since the beginning, thanks. We really appreciate it. If you've been listening at all, we really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I don't understand. <laughs>